can see the demon in you that doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Man, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. Man, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Man, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say. What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre back again. As you can hear, I'm not by myself. <laughs> we have uh, a first-time guest with the plans of being a reoccurring guest. Uh, this is O'Neal. Hello. <laughs> um, we skipped off. You know we start the podcast the same way. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this motherfucker. I know you all grown and got jobs and white people to work for and shit, so thank you for... Uh, you know, putting your pressure on hold so that you can come and fuck with your boy for a little half a penny that Spotify give me. And if you're real and you get McDonald's when the other kids is hungry, the $5 that you give me every month. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you click the link in the show description and you can pay me money or go follow social medias and all the shit that you're supposed to do and whatever, whatever. Um, I heard we were supposed to keep it. PG-13 for the first couple minutes. No, we don't have to because we're not doing the video. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Since this is not going to go up on YouTube, it it don't have to be the FTS podcast by FTS Network. It's just the fuck this shit podcast like it was from the jump. Okay, the OG, got it. Which is a weird thing because I chose the name because it's vulgar. Right. Um, Gets and, the people going. Huh? And, and yeah, exactly. And then as I started to be like, okay, well, I don't want to make more money on this. It's like every step that I take, they're like, you can't have that because there's profanity in it. It's like, I want to spend money on Facebook and Instagram ads. They're like, okay, well, what's it called? They're like, oh, no, we're not. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought you was going to do that? Yeah, like, oh, no. shit. No, bro, we can't. You can't. Could you change the name? Did you think about changing? You see the Temptations? Whenever they walk in, they like, we the Elgins or whatever the fuck it was yeah. they said they was. God, it's been so long. Yeah, they was like, no, nah, go outside and throw the football until you figure something else out. That's Damn this shit. Yes. Yeah, something different. No. Okay, fuck this shit podcast. Yes. We're live. We're live. <laughs> um, so I know um, y'all probably aren't wondering, but I'm going to tell you anyway why, why, how this came to be, I guess. Um, it was, it's one of the things where you want to be like, it was really my idea. I just didn't say it first. <laughs> because I was thinking, man, I would like to have somebody on here. I do this by myself all the time. It's like. You can only hear yourself talk about something forever. And also, it's a lot easier to be wrong when there's nobody else to be like, did you ever think about this? Like, O'Neal, do you know how many times I I think about a point that I made on a podcast from another angle? I'm like, damn. Right. (laughs) But, like, you can't do that in real time because you you just seem schizophrenic, honestly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have also, I've talked myself out of points on the podcast before. Yeah. Or into something. (laughs) <laughs> where I'm like, like I did a I did a video for YouTube the other day and I was it was like about the the DA in Fulton County who just prosecuted Young Thug and YSL but she's also the same DA who's prosecuting Trump yeah or who wants to prosecute Trump so I'm like she just seems really on some whatever laws being broken here I'm gonna be against that because that's my job right and I'm like I guess that's her job but you know I have this inclination to be like. 
fuck the police and anything police associated. <laughs> I'm like, you trying to take out little baby and your and little dirt, and I like little baby's music. You right. Know, but yeah, I mean, she's from what I've seen, like she's got a lot of high pro- profile cases going on right now. I have not done the deep dive personally on the the YSL. I know that it's not looking great. No. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen with Gunna. I don't know if you've done some research on it. Not much. I just I, I'm like probably in the same sphere where you are, where yeah. I'm just looking like, man, when you hate to be Gunna, because I feel like Gunna's not really involved. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. He's just like on someone's like fashion show runway, just like there for the fits. Literally, he's like, I was here for the fun and and the hoes, really. And y'all live, y'all are really criminals here, right? I feel like he found out everything we found out in real time. Like he was like, <laughs> I did what? Like if Rihanna cosplayed me for Halloween, I would talk my shit to. Till I die. Like, I wouldn't even introduce myself as Gunna. I would be like, hey, Google this picture of Rihanna 2020 Halloween or whatever year it was. Like When she was Gunna. Yes. When Gunna. So, like, that, that, that is a conversation starter. And now he, I mean, that's not a conversation starter where he at now. No. Niggas don't got the same respect for that. Jeez. Yeah. So, okay. So, the reason why, <laughs> one of the reasons why I chose, well, chose you, asked you, or was receptive when you asked me, whatever, yeah. however you want to put this. Yeah. Was because, like, you have, like, this very unique combination of being, like, <laughs> the countryest motherfucker I've ever met in my life and also one of the bougiest people I've ever met in my life. So, like... I think that's a compliment. It is. It is. Duality is important. I don't like... I don't like people who only have one layer to them. That's kind of boring. Right. Uh... So the question is though, where give give us some background here? Like I know I know that you're from the middle of nowhere, but like, how country are you? I don't know if I would call it like middle of nowhere. Um, it's a much larger city now, present day, than it was when I was growing up. But um, I was born in Mobile. For those of you that don't know, that's Mobile, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the very bottom. You know, right at the Gulf of Mexico. Um, I think the duality, like, that was, that's a good word to say. Uh, probably, it's, my life has always been that way. I know I'm not on camera, but I am biracial. My father's white, and my mother is black. So, yes, I am one of them. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I didn't grow up with the white side of my family. I pretty much just only grew up with my mother's side. Um, my mom's really the only one that, like, escaped poverty, so, you know, majority of, like, family gatherings and things, it was, you know, just very blue-collar people. Um, education was a different story. <coughs> of course. Um, education was a different story. I was I was in private education up until high school, and then I, you know. So, is that like, okay. Yeah. You have how many siblings? I have two. You have I'm two? I'm the youngest. You're yeah. the baby, right? So, is that like... The course of your, like, did all y'all go to private school? Did all y'all do that? Or is that, like, I'm the baby, so, like... Because, like, my oldest <laughs> child, like, Bree's life and yeah. Blaze's life is going to be, like, wildly different when you think <laughs> about it. I know you have older parents, so it's it's a little bit different. Right. But, like, I had Bree so young that, you know, Bree had to figure it out. Like, Bree <laughs> was with me in the trenches. By the time Blaze is Bree's age, I'm going to be 
grown and big comfortable with you know what I'm saying working a fucking yeah. regular schedule she gonna see me all the time <laughs> she's like this nigga always home right. you know what I'm saying Brie over here like yeah I've been had a key to my house since I was about eight <laughs> <laughs> don't open this door for anyone yeah, yeah. you hear me yeah um no I would say that we all we, we all were privy to you know private school education I was the one I was kind of the wild child to be honest I was the one who you know, after middle school, I'd had enough. I was like, I'm not going to this white-ass, racist-ass fucking school anymore. For sure. And I ended up going to a public school. And, of course, I couldn't go to the one in my district because my mom was like, fuck, no. Like, it, it didn't have the best reputation, so I ended up going to a different one across town. But then, at 17, I graduated high school and I moved to New Orleans. And, obviously, New Orleans, you know, after Katrina, the Chocolate City, it's a very... Black city is a very pro-black city. Um, however, that does not translate into my field. And I know that we'll get into it, but I work in hospitality. Um, I work in wine. I run a wine program. Um, so I was promoted into management like pretty quickly out there. And maybe like 22, I think. I started yeah. like salary. Like, yeah. So it's like. Right place, right time. Great mentors. And so. And twenty two, that's yeah. one of the things I feel like people don't even just to just to kind of stop for just a second. I think people don't even realize like when you say twenty two, sometimes people like they hear it, but like they don't think back to like where they were at twenty two and what that would mean for them at twenty two. Like right. when you get thirty, you know what I'm saying, thirty two, thirty three. You know when you get older, like a certain amount of money don't even really mean shit no more. Right. But twenty two years old, somebody want to pay you forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. You that's like a lot of money to a kid. Yeah. What am I going? What else could I ever ask for? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you over here crazy. looking at people with degrees like, you a stupid motherfucker, you know that? <laughs> you a dumb bitch. How much you... <laughs> right? No, exactly. Um, you know, I did go to college for a bit. I didn't graduate, like, full disclosure, but honestly, you know, I, I had scholarships. Like, yeah. I played volleyball, I had a full ride, so, like, when I decided not to continue with that, it just kind of worked out. Like, thank God, like, I didn't get some bullshit degree, and... You know, that's not a knock, of course, for but sure. um, just personally for me, a degree that I had no interest in, that's probably a better way to put it, mm -hmm. a degree that I had no interest in and then going into a completely different field and now I have all these loans. So going into, you know, management, there was not a lot of motherfuckers in the front of house that looked like me. Um, still not. Still not. Like, people see me, they're like, you manage the kitchen or something? I'm like, no. Like, And the higher up you get... As far as like the quality Some of restaurants, days. it gets less and less and less. Yeah. When I worked, it was a point in time when I worked, I worked for a fucking Red Lobster at that time. And I had went out of town for something and we had went to a different location. Like, we said, we're going to get our little discount and shit or whatever. <laughs> and uh, when we give him the discount, the server comes up. He's like, uh, oh, yeah, y'all work in the back. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, son. Like... <laughs> But I always like get. I never get the. Racism. I always get the casual. Me and my me, when me and my baby mama used to go places. We used to always because she's six one. She's six one. She's black. Yeah, like I'm black. Yeah, she's tall as fuck. Like nice. so when we go places, we stand out anyway. Right. And we go. We when we went to Austin, we go into walk into the bar in Austin. We walk in the door. He says, "Y'all from Houston, huh?" I didn't even catch it. O'Neal, it went right over my head. I was like, I mean, we live in Houston, but we not from Houston. Why? He's like, oh, I could just tell y'all look like you from Houston. <laughs> I'm like, uh, 
Is it because oh, y'all we don't are from have the black city? Yeah, literally, y'all look <laughs> black as fuck. I'm like, man, don't don't get me to talking about your wrinkled ass cargo shorts and them dirty ass sandals, dude. <laughs> like anyway. the Texas casual racism is is I'm still adjusting because you've you've been in Texas how long? A few years. I've been in Texas. I've only been in Texas for four years, but I've been in. I was raised in Oklahoma, right. not Arkansas. Okay, relax. Not Arkansas, Oklahoma. <laughs> O'Neal thinks I'm from Arkansas. All the Literally time. sends me a text message the other day that says, I was going to send you this article about the mayor from Oklahoma, but then I realized you from Arkansas. So, <laughs> nigga, the fuck? No. I don't know why I do that. I guess, like, honestly, I'm the worst. Again, that's that, that public school education in high school. Um, <laughs> the flyover states, like, I'm just kind of, they're interchangeable to me. And that, don't come for me. I can't wait to go. I would love to go to OKC, but I've been told from, like, many people from there that it's just not worth it. Wow. Uh, Thoughts? Like, if I have no family, and I'm like, oh, what you doing this weekend? Like, I'm going to take a quick trip to OKC. Thoughts? You don't have... Okay. I wouldn't send you... Okay, listen, I'm going to answer. Okay. I wouldn't send you to OKC. Okay. But I would take you. Okay, that's how I feel about Mobile. I wouldn't be like, oh, you gotta stop. Like, I, I love where I'm from. Like, great food, beautiful women. Like, that, you know, that's home. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to experience Mobile without me. Yeah, I wouldn't send you to OKC without me either. Okay, that's fair. Because my, that's you, fair. you need the, yeah, you need to be with the right people. You need to go to the right places on the right days. Like, right. there's different. It's it, you. You would have fun. Any you could have fun by yourself. Okay. If you went, it wouldn't be a waste of your time. Like, like casinos, is that the move? Strip clubs, clubs. The casino, the strip clubs are like mid. They're not bad. They're not terrible. Okay. Okay. Oklahoma strip clubs are. Uh, I would say six, five, five, six out of ten. If okay. if you being honest, that five is average. Okay. Not like five where most people put it right. Fair enough. So five being a real average, five and a half, six, Oklahoma strip clubs or whatever. Um, casinos, you could go to Riverwalk. You not far from uh and that or not Riverwalk. Uh is that what it's called? Riverwind. Um okay. it's a pretty big casino, real close to OKC. Yeah. And it's it's Riverwind is a vibe. It's cool. Uh, I mean, all casinos are cool because it's cool to go spend money and, and lose it in a casino atmosphere. Yeah, I, and I'm not the biggest gambler. I think like the appeal is more like a group setting for me. Like you'll never catch me like one deep in a casino. Yeah, no. you know what I mean. It feels uh, sad. Like that's yeah, it, yeah. It, <laughs> for me at least, because it's it's not like like I'm not good. Yeah, yeah, no. It's not like I'm I'm about to I'm about to do my shit on the poker table. Like because I don't even know how to play poker. Like, Bruh, I lost a, I lost the hand of poker one time because I didn't know I won. That shit made me <laughs> sick. I was like, it was like, oh, you won. I'm like, oh, damn, that is that. But I just, you know, I'm just learning this shit. Yeah, you're. Just, I'm. It's funny though because yeah. I don't really I don't know the rules all the way of poker, okay. but poker really is about knowing people more than anything. So I'm actually like halfway decent at it. Right. Because I know the rules and I know what's what. It's just I'm not I'm not a natural. Like, I've been right. doing it so long that I see something, I'm like, oh, this is that. Right. Sometimes I have to, like, okay. But then I don't know everything. Like, once you start talking about, like, a straight versus a royal flush and flush, like, sometimes I don't know what my hand can be. So I'm like, okay. I know this is a good hand, but I'm not sure what all I can be. Right. Anyway. But, like, um, don't you think that could be, like, 
if we ever, you know, won the lottery or something, like, we could open a pro-black casino. Like, you got a spades table. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you got a spades table. You know, you got dominoes over here. You know you gotta have some bones. You talk- yeah. Hello. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking, like, I really think that would be a national draw. It would. And I think, like, even white people, and, like, being racist, like, it ultimately costs you money. Because, like, if they, you know, they have the resources, they have whatever, if they would do some shit like that, niggas would fly across the country. And not if they, but see, okay, look. A spades tournament on a, ESPN? A long time. <laughs> You're right. ESPN it's got a spades tournament. I'm trying to, I'm trying to enter. If they did it like the World Series of Poker, you don't need a lot of money to enter the World Series of Poker. I've heard that. You don't. You just have to beat a shitload of people. Yeah. But it's tournament style, so yeah. it's not like you have to beat every person every day. Like, you just have to make it through all these different rounds and shit. Niggas right. with, with spades? Dog. Bruh, I'm eating. Yeah, no, for sure. What's and then the imagine, imagine a celebrity spades tournament. We got to see how black you really are. <laughs> we gonna, it's going to be some motherfuckers who going to get exposed. Because you just going to be on the table because you're a celebrity. And you going to fuck around and, 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 right. and miss bid or some shit like right. that. Or, or fucking... Uh, What's your lineup though? I'm like, thinking like Tiffany Haddish. Who else? Like who's Tiffany Haddish? No, oh, Tiffany Haddish. Know. No, listen. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish would be the motherfucker at the table loud as hell who don't know the rules. For sure, but entertaining. Entertaining to the motherfucker. Especially in that setting, because like that's really her shit. It is. Okay. Just being yeah, just being her. Yeah. She's Tiffany Haddish is so weird to me because yeah. she's just not always funny to me. Fair. And so, because she's not Fair. always funny to me, the level of funny she is to me doesn't quite warrant her celebrity. So, when I say that I think Tiffany Haddish is overrated, I'm not saying I don't think she's funny. It's just right. that, really, if you were to say, like, who's the top five most famous black women right now in Hollywood, you might say Tiffany Haddish in that, that, in that number. And she is not one of the top five funniest. Yeah. Like, there's five women funnier than Tiffany Haddish that aren't as, five, as, as, as famous as her. And that's all I will ever say. It's no beef. Yeah. She no. is girl's yeah. trip. Hilarious. hilarious. And she's the funniest character in the movie. Yeah. I mean, if I have to, like, completely project onto Tiffany Haddish, like, I don't know this woman. I don't know her life. For sure. I haven't read her book. If she has one. You know what I'm saying? She does have a book. I haven't read it either. I just know yeah. what it is. You put me on. Um, if I had to project from a very, like, uneducated standpoint, it almost seems like she's not a real freak about her craft. Like, Bernie Mac strikes me as that. Kevin Hart strikes me as that. As polarizing as he is, Dave Chappelle strikes me as that. Monique strikes me as that. Like, um, what's her name? Leslie... Oh, uh... Jones? Yeah. I'm tripping? I think it's Leslie Jones. They really... I know who you're talking about, 110%. Yeah, Les Dog. Whatever it is. (laughs) No, that's like her fucking Twitter name. Don't, Don't do me. Okay, that's yeah. a, I don't follow her on Twitter. I didn't know that was her Twitter name. I do she think this, her name is Leslie Jones. It is yeah, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. She did this like cool thing where she would like post videos on her like Instagram and Twitter of her pretty much just like comment like watching the Olympics live and commentating on it. Yeah. And that shit pissed me off because like I think NBC asked her to stop doing it. And it was like, bitch, the Olympics, the views are are going way down and like people were into her you know voice because they don't get how it's, it's it's crazy that is one of the things about being black 
Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to like fight for you to let me do something mm-hmm. that I know will work. Yeah. For when it finally works, you to be like, what? Like we, you see it, like because you too black, you too loud. Because like she was big black and big loud on the voiceovers, you know, screaming, hollering on. But like, but that's her. Was funny. That's it, her. That's her. And she's not pretending. And to, to to go back to what you were saying about Tiffany Haddish, I honestly think yeah. that's why she's like that because Tiffany Haddish has Fair been enough. the funniest person who she knows. Up until she blew up. And she was so funny when she blew up. Yeah. She was so funny when she blew up that to her, she's like, I've already peaked. And then when you get in a room where now your contemporaries are some of the funniest people who exist, it's like, Mm -hmm. now you don't seem as talented. Right. That's kind of what I think ends up happening with Tiffany Haddish because she is funny. And now, and now I actually think as her career progresses, I think your point might kind of stand a little bit because it seems to me like... There was a point where Tiffany Haddish was super funny, and then she wasn't funny, and now it's like, she to me, when I see her and stuff, her roles are reduced a little bit, but she's killing the roles, though. Right, yeah. Because, like, maybe now it's like, you actually in the position that you should have been in the whole time. It's like you're the best player on a high school team, and then you get to the league, and it's like, maybe you just need to play in the G League for a little bit before you can really get your skills together and come back to this stage. That fame shit, like, I, you know how I feel about it. Like, I, I don't think the human brain, like, is even ready for that shit. Like, it, and once, I don't, I don't think anything can fucking prepare you for that level of fame. Mm-hmm. And once you hit it, what you do with it, like, I mean, you have so many celebrities that just, like, once they just, you know, they go from Lord. Remember Lord? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I am Lord. I don't know if you watch South Park. There I do. A- <laughs> Damn, I swear there's like 30 seasons of that shit though. Definitely. But like, you know, it's like you reach and then you're like, fuck this. Like, this is insanity. And it's like, I feel like she's somewhere in like limbo with that. Again, huge production. Yeah, definitely. Like, we don't know Tiffany Haddish. I don't know, you know. I don't know the bitch, but like, it almost feels like that sometimes. Like when you, you almost feel bad for her with her interviews because it's like, you, it's almost like you think this is what you wanted. I don't know that that went off kind of deep, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. That's why. That's why you hear the right. Yeah. Nah, um, sure. But yeah, back okay, to you see, being bougie. Clubs, yeah, yeah, oh, back bougie. to you being bougie. Because um, we okay, so we talked about Fast we forward, stopped yeah. at twenty two, okay. and all these things. Um, okay, what is? The countryest thing about you? Oof. I feel like there's so many. I know. Um, I know there are. And I want y'all to know, like, I'm, y'all know, I am country. Like, I don't even pretend like I'm not. I don't try and act like it's, it's, it's beyond that or none of that. O'Neill regularly comes to me with something <laughs> that I'm like, I didn't know that, like, I didn't know that we was doing that no more after Juneteenth. Like, the original one. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first Juneteenth. Like, I thought as we were free from the shackles, like, we dropped that. But we still... (laughs) And that's actually hilarious that you bring it up, because I was thinking about my answer. And so, I'm in the wine world, right? I'm in the culinary world. Mm -hmm. You know, it... It bleeds over into my real life. Like, it's not like I clock out and then I go and, like, pick, you know, don't give a fuck about, you know, I'm still, I'm still a nerd about wine. I'm still a nerd about food. And I think like some of the countryest things about me 
bleeds over into like culinary. Like I love a pig ear sandwich. Save your thoughts. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, so I have questions. Like, yeah. So okay. the components of a pig ear sandwich is it just bread, pig ear bread? No. You're saying is. <laughs> and I've never made one. Actually, I've had them like passing through Jackson, Mississippi, and like there's some spots like back home you can get them. But I think wait, like wait, 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 a pig ear sandwich is something you can purchase from someone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So I, I'm thinking right. I, in my mind, I'm thinking you get your pig ear out of this big jar, like you get like any other pickled apparatus. You right. know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking like maybe you just like slap that thing on some bread, on some white bread, and go. Oh, yeah, on some white I bread. Do that, I guess. Is it a pickled pig ear? It's not pickled. So okay. like the pig ears are like, and I'm, of course, like an expert on this fucking subject is gonna write you in, but. From 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 what I can like gather from like consuming one, right? Yeah, yeah, like, okay. They're sure. braised, so they're like super tender. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still pork, so it's yeah. it's like almost like a consistency of a thick bacon, almost. Okay. Usually, it's like on white bread, some tomatoes seasoned, like salt, pepper, and like some blue plate. What's it, blue plate? Mayonnaise. Oh, okay. Country. Country, yeah, Country. definitely, because I don't think they sell that everywhere. Right, like a like random snack that I love that just reminds me of like growing up is like cornbread and buttermilk. Like people look at me, or like hush puppies and buttermilk, and I mean like imagine pouring like buttermilk into like a large cup and then like dropping some hush puppies and eating it. That's like that is like sharecropper food. Yeah, for sure. And I got that shit from my dad because my, my grandparents were sharecroppers. He was that old. Um, I had an older father for the audience. So, like, those things being completely fucking normal to me and, like, tearing it the fuck up, but also, like, enjoying, like, crazy expensive, like, delicacies and shit like that. Sea urchin and, like, caviar, foie gras, you know, like, having to go to the, like, next James Beard award winner like this restaurant like all of those like are me all in one yes, and I think yes. that's where I really blow you it is yeah it is cause I mean I'm not gonna lie it's just like what niggas <laughs> are still eating pig ears like that's yeah. what I thought when you still said still fucking that. up pig ears <laughs> let's be clear but listen but listen though also when you described it though I was over here thinking like mm. That does sound kind of, <laughs> I bet that thing kind of busts really when you, when you think about it. Because Fire. that's one thing about niggas. You can't hold us down. No. You could be like, you got to eat the ears of this motherfucker. We're going to be like. The ears, well, the they, tails, Well, the good hose. thing they good. Yeah. Good thing the ears slap like a motherfucker. You just got to, you know, cook that thing down a little bit. Low and slow. Exactly. If Masa give you something he wouldn't eat, low and slow is the way to go. <laughs> yes. Or preserve it and pickle it. Pickle Dog, it. like, and it's, it's like. I love to steal people's Pig joy. lips. That's what somebody has said. Pig Pickle lips. pig lips. Yeah. You eat you those too? No, I never had one. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> Pig lips, like, not on the regular. Chitlins, for sure. I've had... I don't like chitlins. Oh, so here's... I get that. My thing about uh, some things taste. is there are certain things that if I have to do this to it, if I have to... If it's like, yeah, I love chitlins, but you got to drench them in Louisiana hot sauce, it's like, I like Louisiana hot sauce. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm tolerating the chitlins. And there's like right. a whole ham in here. It's a right. ham in this motherfucker. Like, I don't need the chitlins. I'm going to just slice off some of the ham. And I eat steak fat. Like, right. it's certain stuff like, I eat steak fat. Like, right. not like, 
Like if I get a steak and it's some fat, I cut the fat off of the steak and put it to the side for later. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't even right. want to eat it with little pieces of the steak. Like, no, no, I'm good. It, it already it's got that on there. Dish. Delicacy. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But you know why right. I like steak fat? Because I grew up in my grandparents' house, and when they cooked steak, they was cooking that shit till it was, till it was part of the pan. Yeah. So the fat was really the only part I did like. The rest of it was just ketchup. Oh my. Oh my God. I listen. I, my parents didn't send me to private school. <laughs> I didn't go. <laughs> So look, that's that's funny though because when you were telling me all that stuff, I thought it was funny how much we like vibe and get along because that is so opposite, like my upbringing. Like, yeah, I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in poverty, right? Like that, I would never ever say that. Right. right. I did grow up with a young mom. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, if it wasn't for my grandparents, we would have grew up in poverty. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we was right. We was on the edge. I always tell people. I said this before. You could tell if your if your people really was comfortable or not if you if they took you to Disney World. Word. If you never been to Disney World, if you never went to Disney World, it don't matter where you live. <laughs> you was probably like a little paycheck to paycheck. I was telling my oldest sister or whatever, and she was like, "But we ain't never been to Disney World." And I just look, I just looked at her, <laughs> like, "Well, how many how many day how many how many weeks you think I could go without waiting them tables before?" Uh, <laughs> Before motherfuckers start, you start being like, uh, daddy, the lights don't work. Like, <laughs> like, like oh yeah, I think that's everywhere. I think that's... Right. And like, all, it's always like, so like I told you, like, you know, my family, when we were coming up and stuff, they weren't, they, you know, they were kind of same type of time, paycheck to paycheck, hustle to hustle or whatever. Not my immediate family, but the family that I spent a lot of time with. And yeah. It, what would kill me was like the the lies or the stories that they would tell about, like, why the lights weren't on or why the water wasn't oh, working. Oh, listen. To, like, kind of, like, you know, keep up the facade and stuff. And just as an adult, I respect the fuck out of it because it's like, hey, man. Ain't nobody business why these lights <laughs> off. I will say that that I was, that, and that was, so that's the crazy thing, right? I didn't grow up in that. Yeah. But my cousins did, and my cousins Same. used to have to live with us half the time because, you know, <laughs> they mama would just be gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's my mama de- my mama had a home daycare, right? Okay. And they mama dropped them off for daycare. Right. And then, you know, sometimes she just would come back. And we'd be like, okay, so. <laughs> spending the night. Spending the week. <laughs> oh, shit. They start going to school with it. They end up, they like, it got to a point to where, like, they were zoned to go to elementary school where we lived because they were, they were supposed to be there for daycare anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's part of it. But it also was like, you know, if they, I feel like at that point, it make it a little easier when you gotta come off, come off them dependents. Like, I'm claiming them. Oh, you don't think my mom listen. <laughs> I don't know what type of time your mama was on. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the type of time my mama was on. My mama... I told you, I got a young mama. My mama had okay. me when she was 19. Jeez. And she's yeah, a Gen... Okay. She's from Gen X. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's... My mama's 50... Uh, how old am I? 19. My mom's 51. Okay. Oh, she just turned 52? No, she just turned 51. She's okay. Just, so, my mama's 51 years old. My yeah. mama's not that old. Right. And, uh, you know, she come from the generation that... I think that's actually a really interesting generation, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. especially my mom's part of it because they really are kind of like 
they're like the most disconnected generation I feel like from like America. <laughs> like I don't know, like okay. like they don't really vote. Like my mom, like they're the yeah. generation who be like my mom voted in her first election. I think my mom my mom didn't even vote for Obama. Like, my mom let them elections pass right on up. And she was like, whatever gonna happen, gonna happen. And it wasn't like she don't give a fuck or like right. nothing like that. But it was like almost. She had been through an era of discouragement. When when I started to get like really interested in these things yeah. and then like start doing the podcast and stuff like that. Like, I could see a tangible difference in the way that my mom started to look at those things. Because it was almost like I never really thought about it before. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, not. It wasn't even like a, like, because I feel like this generation has this, it's cool to not give a fuck thing. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like not caring about something is inherently not cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, for my mama, it wasn't necessarily like, I don't care about what happens to me or I don't care about this or that or whatever. But it was like almost a complete disconnect from, yeah, there is a process in which, you know what I'm saying? Like these things occur and that results in X, Y, Z. Like, yeah, but it's not just her. You know what I'm saying? Like, her demographic, if you look at it like that, if you take, especially if you take away college education, like, if you take away the college-educated portion of that kind of time frame, like, Yeah, yeah, I mean, economic status, I feel like, plays a huge role into that. Because when you're so busy, like, trying to keep your head above water, Yeah. It's like, fuck what they got going on. Like, I got bills past due. I mean, but it's been times, even, even, even so like with that, like, I mean, me personally, I'm a still yeah. like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I can see like, like, so my mom did like my, my grandparents, like yeah. they're good. Like they're not yeah. like rich, but they're fine. Like they're yeah. fine enough to where no matter what my mom was in, she was never in danger of actual poverty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That was never really a threat. So even that is only like kind of the story. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I didn't have my mom didn't work six jobs to keep us, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. My mom worked a job and she went to work a lot. You know what I'm right. saying? Like She um, was not fraternity broke by broke. Yeah, she was not broke by broke. She was, you know what I'm saying? She was I mean, even that though, like the 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 money management thing, like 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 investing money and like like being tied into like what money is on a on a larger scale. Like it's so many people in my mom's generation who I feel like just weren't. You know what I'm right. saying? Like they, it wasn't even like so, like they make like you see a lot of people in that generation who make really good money, right? And they still like very much paycheck to paycheck. Like they don't like have. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And neither one of us are from that generation, so we really just guess it. Right. Again, all love a good projection. <laughs> love a good projection. Um, I, and, okay, but that kind of makes me think of a different point. Like, there was that, I don't know if you remember, a few years ago, there was, like, a big push from black celebrities. Like, the one that I really remember was Will Smith, I think. He, like, made an app about, quote-unquote, financial literacy that I don't remember the I don't remember the app but I do know that like that was a a major push for like and it was just so beyond tone deaf I mean you may feel differently but it was just so beyond tone deaf to me it's like majority of the people that you're trying to reach like are so beneath even like 
They try to make it like uh, yeah, you're poor yeah. because you make poor financial decisions. You you're poor because you buy Starbucks every day. Right, and it's like no nigga, I'm poor because I'm at Popeyes for eight twenty five an hour. Oh my god, that's something that's actually crazy because right. that's or a mentality. Walmart, wherever, yeah. Even, even this is actually a conversation me and my mom have had because it's like when you're in a position where you one hundred and fifty dollars short for something. And you don't have a way to get that $150, this $10 ain't gonna get you that $150. So it's like, I might as well go buy me some McDonald's. Right. You know what I'm saying? I might as well go do that, that, that. Because at this point, right. that already ain't getting done. Like, I'm already about to have to come up with a whole nother motherfucking plan to get that taken care of now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're also, like, speaking of like generational differences and just like, oh, you know, it's cool not to care and things like that. And it's like, I don't even think people realize like how much Obama influenced influences us to this day. Like I know we're going through hell with like the leftovers from what Trump did and everything, but like just speaking of banking and just kind of tying that in, like Obama made it illegal for the way that they stack those overdraft fees. Like, and help me like. Basically, I think, like, let's say that you had five charges pending, right? And the last one, the first one, you know, you had $100 in your account. And so you made a big purchase for $75 and so on and so on. And, like, progressively smaller, right? So five pending charges. And the last one could be, like, a dollar. So the way that the banks were fucking us over were, like, they would basically make the largest purchase the last thing to hit your account after you overdrafted that like last dollar so you would receive an overdraft charge on all the charges and plus like higher penalties Mm because it's like you overdrafted 135 dollars it's like no nigga i overdrafted a dollar listen i yeah he made that shit illegal it's fuck bank bank of america to this day (laughs) I swear to God, listen, right. I'm 18 years old. And so for me, that's why I think it's so funny, like kind of the difference. And this is going to be interesting having you back on more and more and more as this sure. will come up more yeah. because we have like such similarities and such differences. Because I know like, yeah, we were both out of the house early yeah, for whatever reason. Like I yeah. moved out of my mom's house right after I graduated high school. Right. Like I graduated high school in May. I moved out in July. I was like, <laughs> I'm not about to be here. Yeah. I didn't like her husband. I still don't like that nigga. He a <laughs> bitch ass nigga. Like, it's it's like this. Right. I don't bring him up in front of my siblings, not because they know I don't like that nigga, because it's like I know it gotta suck to be the one with the bitch asses of the daddies. Like we don't got the same dad, and y'all ha- objectively, y'all clearly have the worst one. Y'all's dad is the <laughs> is the worst one of all the dads. Do they feel mutual? About the my older sister does my younger son, uh, uh, my youngest brother he's yeah. young and that's his dad so like they yeah. he still kind of like has this like idolization of yeah. him but like Arissa she's thirteen or fourteen now thirteen about to be fourteen this year yeah. so she's like this nigga lame bro like <laughs> I don't think they really be thinking about me and Devin's that but that's the one benefit of that too is that like. It ain't no situation where the dads is bringing McDonald's for one kid or the other kid. Wow. We also spread out. It's it's like a weird situation where like, yeah, like my mom and my dad, like they were together in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like they were never okay. married or nothing like that. Yeah. My little brother, my closest little brother, her and him, her and his dad, her and his dad were married for 
seven, eight years or some shit like that. They were married for a good amount of time. Like, they got together when I was, like, okay. five, split up when I was, like, 12 or 13. Okay. And then her... Was super late. Yeah, it's just she, she had me yeah. so young that my mom still literally had a whole life to fucking live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then her second husband is the bitch-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, and okay. they just got divorced two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? And they was together long enough to have a 7-year-old and a 13-year-old together. And they had was together for a while before they had the first kid. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they was... So, like, my mom, I think she didn't even have me until, like, she was, like, 32 or 33, I think. That changes shit. She was, like, in residency. Yeah, see, yeah. so what's your mom do? Uh, she's a pediatric anesthesiologist. Oh, okay, yeah, so your mama got that, your mama got that big money. <laughs> she does, she yeah. does. But, like, it was always interesting and... I definitely credit it to my personality because both of my parents grew up in extreme poverty and, like, kind of ran their household like that, I would say maybe, like, 70% of the time. It was, like, it was shit y'all could do that, like, was a clear indicator that y'all had bread, but it was, like, we don't, we ain't doing... We not stopping for McDonald's. It's spaghetti in the fridge. Like, type shit like that. Like, yeah, and he was, like, you know, my dad and my mom like that's ridiculous. It's my mom's eased up over the years, of course, and things like that. And you know, just getting older softens. Like my mom's in her sixties now. Yeah. So it'll just be like random gifts and things like that. But just kind of making up because, like, I didn't forget you was kind of an asshole growing up. But um, yeah, it's just funny, and I think it just really it it definitely played a part in my personality because I find myself like doing the same shit. Be like five dollars. <laughs> and it's like I You are kinda cheap, bruh. <laughs> like when I think about like being around you a little deal. bit more, like when I think about it like Yeah, you 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 got you got you got but it's it I'm telling you that is all in like how you raise like it I that's crazy. We gotta go back to that. But yeah we gotta take a break because I need to put a little ad in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and also also so, whenever I record, y'all, because even, oh, I'm going to tell this and then I'm going to, and then we're going to take a little break. <laughs> when you asked me about being on the podcast or whatever, we so we talking about the interview that I did with Jalil and I was telling like, that's the the one I really want you to listen to, whatever, whatever. And I was like, yeah. but the but the audio quality on Jalil's is a little off for whatever reasons or whatever. And she's like, you know, it's just that you could tell that one of y'all has like basically headphones and the other one has like all this equipment that you paid all these thousands of dollars for and shit like that. I'm sitting up here thinking like, nigga, <laughs> that mic was $200 at the most. Like, ain't nobody doing that shit. It sounds good. It's supposed to. But you could understand. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the reviews. That's why you got to read the reviews. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to hear what the people say. Yeah. But also, like, oh. fuck the people. They don't like it, you know, whatever. The people that rock, want to rock with you will rock with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason why that matters is because we can't run the air conditioning while we're doing this motherfucker <laughs> because it's right by the air. The air conditioning unit is on the other side of this wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's super loud when you turn it on. But right. I'm hot, so I know O'Neal is hot. So we're going to take a break so that we can let the air run for a little bit and cool off and open this bottle of water, and then we'll come back and we'll finish the episode. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> All right, we are back. Um, we got our little wine. You know what I'm saying? We took yeah. our break. We turned the air conditioning on because uh, <laughs> it's 100 degrees outside. Niggas is hot. 
Niggas is hot. <laughs> um, it's Houston. Like, I mean, this is crazy. Like, it is so hot. I feel like I can't even breathe. But I say that New Orleans is just as hot. And more humid. A lot more humid. We're right on And the I'm sure Mobile yeah. is also very right humid and very hot. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm just always like, it couldn't have been this hot in New Orleans. And it, it absolutely was. Okay, can I ask you, like... Yeah. And when we were just talking, you were referring to, like, the distances of, like, Mobile and, and all these places to things. Yeah. And you kept saying, like, the beach. But, like, do you consider, like, the sand bordering the Gulf of Mexico a beach? I mean, like, Dolphin Island? Where that at? It's a barrier island, like, south. So, like, if Mobile's here and you go straight down, yeah. there's all these, like, barrier islands. And I assume like, they have dolphins if they call it Dolphin Island. Yeah, they're out there. They are. You said, why do you say it like that? Like, I say, like, <laughs> are they so- fucked up from the pollution? Like, they be like, yeah, they out there, but they don't look like the dolphins you used to see. Them. Like, they're like <laughs> some different breed of dolphin. They're like, they kind of, they kind of brown. They no, like-, like, if you take a boat out, like, a little bit, um, you'll see them. But also, let me see. Yeah, it's not dolphin, like, like the oh, animal. Oh, oh, do- dolphin like, is how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, which, God, I could be, like, really fucking wrong, but, like, we have a few, like, we have Dolphin Street. I think, I think it okay. might be I mean, French. Yeah, this is, this is what I think about when but I think of, But also 45 like, minutes from Pensacola. So, like, I'm not talking, like, crystal clear water. No, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... Do- well, Dolphin Island is nicer to okay. me than Pensacola. And then if you go a little bit further... But I say 45 minutes as in, like, a bitch used to skip school and go to the beach. That's fair. Because I'm going to keep it a bill right. with you. The only beach I've ever been to is... I've been to the beach in L.A. Okay. And I've been to the beach in Hawaii. Water was cold as shit, huh? In I didn't LA. get in the water. Dre. What? Can, can you swim? I can't. Like, you couldn't kill oh, okay. me. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen. Let me answer your question. Specific. Okay. Like, can I swim as in, could you push me in a pool and kill me? No. Okay. Could you push me in a lake and kill me? Definitely. Definitely. If you push me off a boat in the middle of a big lake, I'm out of there. I can yeah. get that, like, like if you, like, pulled off in the boat type shit. Like, if you was, like, like, I'll be, I'll be, I don't even know if I'll, you watch Grey's Anatomy? Did no. you used to? I, well, I've, like, dated women that, Who watched like, Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. There's and an the episode. next thing I know, I'm fucking watching. That's why, I, that's why, I, that's why I'm a fan. But anyway. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. I, I, I stuck with it. The girls left. Meredith Grey never left me. But there's an episode where Meredith falls in the harbor and she's going through a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? She's real stressed out. She's like, maybe I shouldn't even try and swim. And she just tries to sink to the bottom. You know, Derek saves her and some old Grey's Anatomy shit. But anyway, that moment when she's just like, fuck it, that would be me. If you push me (laughs) off in the middle of a lake, I'd be like, what am I trying for? Right. I know I can't swim good enough to make it nowhere. Damn. That I'm supposed to be able to get. I, I I feel super passionate about that. Like, all adults should know how to swim. Like, I agree. I agree. When I, I see those babies, care. I seen that, that video of the babies they were throwing right. in the water, and the babies were just like, rolling on their back. Like, I'm good. I'm like, damn. So, I'm like, in an apocalyptic situation, O'Neal, I'm out of there. So, let me ask you I'm blind. I rely completely on my contact lenses and glasses. I'm so blind that without them, I'm useless. Okay. So, even then... I'm looking at my contact lenses like niggas is looking at the last of the food. 
if we in a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Like, I'm going to just wear one at a time. That way I can make them stretch a little bit longer. And Do I can't swim. you have an apop- apocalyptic... Ap- oh. Apocalyptic? Yeah, god damn. Um, <laughs> that word just beat my ass. <laughs> Hi, I'm Floyd ha- Mayweather. <laughs> Gosh, without the money. Um, do you have an apop- apocalyptic God damn, uh, scenario where you think you would thrive? Because there's like zombies, there's like weather, there's like water. Well, you out of there for that. I'm out of there like, for water. Yeah, if it's yeah. water, I'm done. There's something where you're like, I have a special set of skills. Ooh, this is a good you're question. Like, I would thrive. Anything, honestly, mine would be my, anything where we got dropped off as a, like desert island. Okay, interesting. Because I could lead the group. I got I got the charisma to be able to to quickly get to the top without any real skills. Because a nigga like me needs to be protected. I can't see. You know what I'm saying? I can't swim. It's a lot of shit I can't do. So what okay. I would actually need is like a Lord of the Flies situation. We all get dropped off here. Okay. And y'all relying on me to hold the, the fabric of this whole thing together. You, you would like man? big brother that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Straight like that. And I would just I have to. I think I would thrive there. Yes. I, like I'm charming-esque, right? Like maybe only like the industry forces me to be at times. Yeah. Like funny sometimes. But like I, I don't know that I like live my life like. As an as a major influence, like I'm more you, consistent. People appreciate that, but like I don't I don't know if I influence. Have you ever seen? Did you watch Scandal? I did. So, like, you would never be the president. No. But you would be uh, Simon. Okay, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. niggas who knew would know. Right. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, really? So, in, in in let's say we get dropped off on a desert island, all of us, and I didn't already know you. At some point, I would be like, that's really who that's I need. That's a key need. player. That's a key player, and nobody <laughs> else sees it. Yeah. So, I'm going to actually need her right here. You know right. what I'm saying? That way, yeah. if a like nigga I try am... and push me into some water. <laughs> I I could... Okay, I'm like, I am the dolphin. I know. I, I am a strong swimmer. I believe it. Like... But on, on speaking of like influence, it's like I'm not super influential, but anyone who wants to be influenced by me, like I'm very like, okay, I got you, like or whatever. That would that's why I think you would appeal. You actually it's weird, right? Cause some people feel like being the number two is like a slight. But for some people it's like a role they would excel in because like for you yeah. to know that Let's say we on a desert island, right? Okay. To know that you have influence over me and I have influence over the group is like plenty for you. Right. You're like the only motherfucker here who matter listens to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. No, um, I actually went down like some random rabbit hole the other day on TikTok. Oh, I'd love some. Um, I went down like a random rabbit hole the other day where all of these executive assistants were pretty much like spilling tea okay so they were like high level assistants like very efficient probably making six figures themselves like not no like answer the phone at a desk type bitch for sure but like to like pretty much like moguls like 
titans of industry motherfuckers, right? And they were pretty much, like, spilling the tea. I, like, actually, I take that back. Making well over six figures to be, like, um, an executive assistant. And a lot of their, like, advice literally was, like, I hold the keys to the kingdom. And a lot of people underestimate that. They're like, oh, you're just the assistant. It's like, I'm the motherfucker who decides, like, if he gets this email, if he gets this phone call. So, like, yeah, like, that number two role be, like, fucking crucial. Then I mean, it's just like in chess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The queen <laughs> is really the one. Like, right. yeah, like, you need the king to win, but, like. The queen is the one that do shit. Like right. the queen can't. The king can't do nothing. The king can't do shit. The king move one one fucking direction. Right, but like. I also, mean, not one direction, one space. The king move one space. Right, but if the king is gone, then the game's over. Yeah, but the queen can do anything it's on true. the board. True. And once your queen is gone, you lost, nigga. Yeah. You lost. You fucking <laughs> lost. You ever played chess before your queen gone? You lost. Yeah. I, I have played. You got all these niggas around you who can't do but one fucking thing. It don't matter what you need done. That nigga like, well, I mean, one space is all I got, boss. One space forward. Right. One trick pony. Yeah. <laughs> one trick pony. That's so, that's so, it's crazy it's how hilarious. much. That is, that is real life though. <laughs> right. Like we really could have went into like a full Dr. Umar spiral with like the queen and the king. But this is not that fucking show. I did a, a, a episode <laughs> with somebody and I had to throw it because his audio got doubled somehow. Oh, and yeah. it's fucking made me sick because it was a, such a good interview or whatever. But uh, I had to debunk Dr. Umar for my brother, bro. My nigga was like, he what was a like. sad realization he had that day. He was so disappointed. He even that said it. Hilarious. He said it out loud. He was like, bro, I'm so disappointed right now. He was like, <laughs> oh, that's true. I was like. I said, uh, he is the worst, bro. Look, I said, um, I said, even if, even if you do agree with the shit he said, I can't fuck with nobody who like go open up an imaginary school that they never open up and <laughs> take donations from the black community and they be like, oh, I don't know what happened. And my nigga looked at me, he said, bro, he did that. I was like, dog, the yes. promotional video was gold. Yes, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, I have not seen it, but I mean, it was a fundraising video. It see. was some years ago and I actually heard it on another podcast let's see um, school uh, yeah I, I it may not even be oh god is it yep. the official announcement oh no this is 23 minutes it can't be that I think that was it but like no need to watch it but he's pretty like he is like trying to sell this fucking school. Oh, I bet. I'm looking at the just, oh my goodness. For the next episode. I wish we were using the video just so I could pull up this this, <laughs> the, the clip. The, the clip of my yeah. He's in some like run down fucking school like ceiling tiles are out and he's just like. He got the tie. He got the bow tie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> wait, Man. speaking of education. I wish I could be as black as Dr. Will. <laughs> But do you... Did you see the video of him getting the white girl's number? I did. That's what I showed him. I was I showed him the video. He was like, bro, he not really getting it. And then he seen it, he was like, bro, look at how he's smiling. He definitely getting the number. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, Dr. Umar is like... He, he does... He allows white people into his space, right? And that's fine. 
obviously this is coming from a person who's not a fan of him, but I've been around long enough to like I've watched him, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has. It's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. He is a degenerate, honestly. That's how I feel about him. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I feel like there's a, a line, and I'll let you say what you no, want to no, say. No, no, go ahead, yeah. I feel like there's a line somewhere where it's like, Dr. Umar is right before it, and Boosie is like several steps after it. Where it's like, it's it's problematic, but like, I so can't take you serious that it's yeah. just funny, and that's where Umar is. Nothing Dr. Umar says to me is like, oh man, like, we can't have this. And he falls, for me, he falls under the category of Broken clock is correct twice a day. They all, a lot of them do. And Boosie is a different story. I don't know about you, but like I grew up listening to yes. nothing. But I mean, like you can go to Mobile to this day, and I promise you that is what they have on in the club. The cities so like where we from, those are the kind of rappers who would actually come there. Same. So, like, Same. Yeah. we know Boosie. Like, we don't know Boosie, but, like, Boosie has been to my hometown. Like, Zero is huge in my hometown because Zero, Zero used to come to my hometown. Yeah. Like, we used to see him riding around in the blue 300 at the car washes on the right. day of the show. Like, that's Zero driving around fucking Lawton, Oklahoma. Like, But, see, like, and that's the thing. Like, with the rise of social... Because this shit was way before social media was popping like that. Yeah. Um, But... You know, before niggas was able to expose the extent of their ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have been to, like, eight Boosie concerts. You would never have fucking guessed. They're the hypest, aren't they? Dog. They're so fun. Because he would, like, he would have multiple, like, multiple albums after, and he still would play, like, the Cross the Tracks shit. Like, his original debut album, like, it, like badass. He would just run that because he knew that's what niggas want to hear in Homa, Louisiana. That's what niggas want to hear in Thibodeau, Louisiana. That's what niggas want to hear in Mobile, Alabama. And so it was like, damn, like these tickets, $12. said Homa, Louisiana. You know how I know about Homa? Oh, God. Swamp people. Oh, my God. Boy, that was my show, bro. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't never seen my Swamp best people. best friends from Homa. I have spent a few Can she? Does she alligator her? her? She <laughs> does not. She's black. Um, There's she, a black uh, they, family they on Swamp People. They oh, I've, 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 do you think I've ever watched an episode of Swamp People? Clearly not. Now, no. I mean, I thought you were pretty cool. I brought no. you on my podcast. I, it's one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> I just think it was one of those things that you could smell the distance. Like, oh, they're so racist. Hey, um, and hey. ended up being right. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, is this not a I don't place? I don't know <laughs> that they're racist because they never did any racist stuff on Swamp People. They just killed alligators. I wasn't asking the motherfuckers what they was doing. One of them the first season. Right. One of them had a son that was so clearly a meth head, it was crazy. I can't remember <laughs> really? his name. Yes. Like sometimes he would like and it's like they would do little sneak shit to like kinda highlight the fact that his son was a meth head without saying it like yeah, this motherfucker was out all night last night, so he's not up early in the morning like we supposed to be to get on this boat and get these gators. Like, then he coming and fucking shit up, losing alligators on the line because he been up tweaking all night. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Like, just, I mean, God, that, that show was on TLC? No, um... Yes, uh, it was. What was the no, a and A&E. A&E, because okay. it comes on the same channel as 60 Days In. 60 Days In. So that's the show you really gotta watch. Oh, damn. 60 Days In is... Sixty days in, you gotta watch it. Okay. And because you've never watched it, 
when the new oh I know they're gonna do a new season I, I might need you to like kind of kind of go watch it catch up on it and then yeah. we can talk about it as a whole entity is it on a streaming platform um possibly okay I don't know for sure we'll figure that out um if it's not I actually got away the 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 boot the the future of bootlegging is crazy <laughs> now it's this shit called a plex server okay and basically you know I'm not the techiest Basically, I got a homie. He can okay. get anything you want. He'll give you the login to the Plex server, and then it's like anything that he has, you have. This is this. This is look. This is the thing I love about a podcast. You can just stop it and talk about anything you want, whatever. These motherfuckers. Right. It's like, why are we listening? You talk about the Plex, bro. Because. Right, sponsorship coming soon. Right? No, they're not gonna sponsor us for this. They're gonna be like, y'all are not using this in the way in its intended usage. Y'all are. This is not supposed to be to bootleg shit from the way we be doing it. Look, uh, bro. you got, got the dark, dark mode on. Oh, yeah, of course, bro. If, you, if the dark mode is available and you're not using it, are you really even... Right. You're, you're basically point? Hitler. Okay. Yep, boom. More Mr. Freeze, TV shows, All-American, All-American, Homecoming, what? Atlanta, Bel Air, Better Call Saul. They got Dragon Ball Z on here. Whatever he happened to got. The Boys, Fell Show, See, Boondocks. and that's, okay, so remember, you know. Love at the lockup. All the streaming services sending out these, like, y'all keep sharing passwords. And I just kept thinking. Like, because you and I, like, there's an age difference between you and I. Yeah. But we still come from the age of piracy. Definitely, okay. We're not, it's not that big of an age difference. Like we, it's close enough where we was right. doing the same shit. Not huge, not yeah. huge, but like, uh, you know, the you know the DVD man came to the to the salon or the barbershop, whatever. Oh yeah, right? they was definitely selling bootleg DVDs. Them is like, is their memory so short that like y'all y'all doing a lot with all this like oh like you know if you share your password we'll just add on another five dollars to your monthly bill and shit like that and it's like. You lucky we just lazy as fuck right now to not pirate your shit. And because we have the technology to do it. We can just steal it. Exactly. The fuck? So, like, keep keep that shit at twelve ninety nine. Stop with your fucking threats. And, like, I don't know what type of fucking show you need to cut to make the budgets. Well, Netflix. That's just... She's scared. That's just... She's just barking outside. I thought I heard someone say hello. Oh, no. Ain't nobody saying hello. Okay. I was like... (laughs) Um. (laughs) No, but that was my thing. It was like... mm, Calm down. Definitely. Because we're going to find a... We're going to... We're going to find a workaround. We're going to make it. We we really already have a workaround. (laughs) Yeah. We just... But most people don't take the time because they're like, ah, fuck it. I'll pay the $9.99. And I am one of those people. I feel that. Me too. I have... I'm not going to cap. I just showed you that plaque shit. I could tell my homie, like, hey, put the shy on there. But I just went ahead and just added on Showtime. I just paid a little $9. Right. It is what it is. Right. When I was looking on there, and we could, we could, you know, because we could talk forever about whatever. When I was looking there, I seen something. You know what I'm saying? And it and it, it brought up an interesting question that I want to ask you. Okay. The boondocks. Dog. Where does how? Does the boondock survive like the 2022 like cancellation test? Like, could, 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 could boondock slide through? 
Um, I think so. I think because there is redeeming characters, whereas like, for instance, that's ooh, that's a okay. Continue. For instance, and I know this is the second time I brought it up, but it's relevant, so I don't care. Dave, the Chappelle Show. Yeah, but you only you only cited it earlier. You didn't actually go into it, so. And yeah, I think that that's one of those things. Like niggas don't need to think piece for me. We all have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, we all have a Twitter. Like, Believe you know. it or not, they actually push play for a think piece review, though. No. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. But relevant to this point, Yeah, right? for sure, like, for sure. Yeah. we've all seen this Chappelle show. Like, I'm assuming the yeah. majority of your audience is Definitely. black or... Black adjacent. Yeah. You nigga friendly. that is. Yeah. yeah. We right. don't call it nigga friendly on here. I just came up with that. I like it. <laughs> I like it. You ain't a nigga, but you nigga friendly. But you can't tell people you nigga friendly. Right. You can just... Because <laughs> why, why you said that? Why you said that? Because why you said that? Um, no, but like, there's redeeming characters in Boondocks, and I do think that it just like presents a balance. And I don't think that there was that quality because like, Chappelle Show was great. Chappelle Show was genius. This is not a like fuck Dave Chappelle. He's talentless. He's that. I'm not that guy. Incredibly talented. Incredibly entertaining. I think, you know, there's obviously in recent lights. I think his ability to adjust as a comedian and his career, his job, you know, like it, it's just not there. And and that, that shit applies to all industries, specifically ours. It does. It like, does. As I, well. I think Chappelle's thing, and this is something I actually heard on a different podcast and it was a uh, Van Lathan talking about it. It was something that he refers to as dickhead momentum. He said, men get this more than anything, but basically where it's like, you do some shit that really makes you a dickhead, but like by the time you realize it makes you a dickhead, you so deep in that you just like it's almost like you have to prove the point that you're not a dickhead now. Like, no, y'all right. just aren't seeing what what it really is. You know what I'm saying? But like, we've y'all. seen this before, for sure. And we've seen this with who? With Chris Rock? No. Yeah, Chris Rock. Remember his skit? Anybody can be a nigga. And that shit was so... Okay, I do remember that okay, now. It was so fucking harmful in the way that white people took it and ran with it. And they felt that they had a personal sign sealed delivered approval from fucking Chris Rock to say, I can say it because I'm not saying it because you're black. I'm saying it because of how you're acting. And like when That's I tell wild. you, I I okay, so I played sports my whole life. Real life, this girl we used to uh, carpool to um, practices and shit, and it, it wasn't really like oh my mom ain't had a ride shit like that. It was more so like we were best friends. Yeah. And her mom literally called a black person. I was like in middle school, so like what the fuck was I gonna do? Yeah. So sit there and be heard about it. Called someone a nigger and referenced. That stand-up comedy. Well, I didn't say it because... And and so, Chris Rock later... And, like, again, I'm sure someone's gonna email you or tweet you or whatever with with the actual factual timeline, but, like, Chris Rock later, like, said, he was like, I will never perform that bit again because of how fucking harmful it was. Was it funny? Was it innovative? Was it hilarious? Yes, that fucking shit was hilarious, but, like, you also have to, like, at that point of stardom, you do have to take into account of like 
damn, if Tucker Carlson is agreeing with me, like, I might need to... I say that shit all the time. You gotta I check who else to... is... You gotta check who else is on your <laughs> side with this one. Like, who, who else is saying the shit you saying? And then you be like, right? oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me... I'm on the Truth app and let they me, sharing my video. Let me roll this back a little bit. Like, no, nah, I don't no. want to be ganged up with y'all. Right. You agreeing a little too much. Like, the next thing you know, you diamond and silk. Next thing you know, you diamond and silk. It probably wasn't that crazy. It was crazy relevant to what they needed. Okay. And for them, that's a crazy bag. Facts. You and I, I, I like to think our price is a bit up. But, like, wh- what's your coon bag at? What's your number? I, I, Seven figures. Okay. It might be half a mil, to be honest. 500,000. You tripping. Half well, if a mil? You, you, no, nah, listen, listen. If <laughs> no. you have to use the word million in the description, you know what I'm saying? If you're like, oh, this is a quarter million dollars. Like, how cool do I have to sell out? Do I got to be full dominant so behind Donald Trump at every rally? Or okay. one rally? Okay, one rally. Quarter mil. The fuck? I got kids. Just to, like, be in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, with you. I'm with you. To get it to, listen, Candace quarter mil. Candace Owens level yeah, coon. Yeah. I, I I named my price quarter million in appearance. Can we Google? I'm cooning. I'm cooning for uh, a quarter million appearance. Period. Not not with my typing skills. We can. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what do you think that contract looks like for Candace? Like, do you think that she like worked in like? It says she's only worth a million dollars. And that is that's not, not enough. enough. Yeah, no, I couldn't be Candace Owens to only be worth a million dollars because she's like the 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 archetype for coon. Like, like she is the quintessential coon. And that, <laughs> that is wow. Honestly, let's honestly, let's Google I'm some other coons. Diamond Stacy. <laughs> well, Stacy has a whole other career outside of that. One hundred thousand dollars. No, I don't think that's real. Stacy Dash is only worth a hundred thousand dollars, bro. I don't think that's real. I mean, listen, we'll only know. No we'll way. only know what the online, what the internet say. Right. You ain't going to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Run with it. That's I don't wild. I don't think that's real. She has a whole fucking career. I mean, the, the clueless checks alone. The residuals but, uh, What you worth is about what you... Blo- oh, Diamond and Silk is worth five mil. Right. Because they got a podcast. Well, they they turned on Fox News. Wow! Once those checks stopped coming, they went. They turned on. Donald she looked like my aunt Wanda. My aunt Wanda don't tip, uh, so we don't 20, fuck with her. That twenty-seven piece kill me. That is wild. Right. Wow! This is crazy. So while we're on the coon coon subject, who else is a coon? No. Terry Crews. No, I'm just playing. Nah, Look. for real. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> One of my employees went to an event here in, here in Houston uh-huh. recently. It was like Comic Con or Nerd Con, like something. Oh, I want to go to Comic Con. I would lie. totally go. I, I don't think I would dress up. Like I'd have a fun T-shirt and jeans, but like I I do appreciate. I, I am not a self-proclaimed, like, nerd in, like, the best sense of the way. Like No, I'm not a real I nerd. Know, I have an appreciation for nerd myself. culture. Yeah. And it's just seemed fun. Like, I would Fun go. as fuck. Yeah. They got food. They got beverages. Like, it's in the AC. And I like weird girls. <sighs> I think I've learned... Not weird. I don't want to use that verbiage. Like... I think I've learned that, like, when I see in, like, the, the the Hinge bio, like, anything about anime, 
Because it is a superficial app, so I only can judge superficially, even though that's like not who I am in real life. Facts. It's kind of a no for me because what I have found, I don't have a problem with their interests, but they have a problem with me not being interested. You know what I'm saying? Uh. It's kind of, it's like a big thing for them, and they're like, oh, you gotta watch this. And but I'm that's like, something that, and we'll, we can eh. talk about this more yeah. on a different episode for sure, but like, I would be interested to see like, for you dating, do you find more? Because I honestly, it's especially because, right, I'm not dating any women who are like right. trying out men. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not dating no women who are like, oh, I've been done wrong by so many women. Now I'm going to give men a shot. Like, right. that don't exist in my dating world, right. really. Right? Right. So, it's like, do you, I, I feel like, and this is literally, this is all projection. This isn't yeah, even from no, a conversation I've had with somebody. Sure. It's like, I almost feel like women would be more okay with being with a man who doesn't share their interests. But like when they seek a woman, it's like what they're seeking is a sameness. I think they're... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the they're not... connection is like more important sometimes. Like, I think that in a lot of like hetero relationships, it's like we have nothing in common and that is... Like, I, it's still okay sometimes. But you feel like it's not like that as much in anyway. My, or at least, in like... my experience. Yeah, from what you've seen. From from my experience. And, like, I can only speak for me, right? But, like, I do think that when I date other women, like, that they do want, like, that, that common interest. And... It, it obviously, obviously is that way in a lot of, like, hetero relationships. But I do think that socially it is normal to be like, oh, I'm real housewives, I'm super girly, I'm materialistic. Or, and this is such, like, a shitty way to describe it. Whatever. But, like, or I'm really into softball and things like that. Yeah. And he's into football and he's into, like, F1. And we literally don't DVR the same shit or whatever. Yeah, like, I feel like... I feel like that's more acceptable than to me to have, like, a girlfriend or someone that I'm dating or courting or whatever, and they have just the complete opposite interest. But I have done it. Yeah, I'm sure. We yeah. do We do need to do an episode that about is just dating. about dating. Yeah, <laughs> like, because every time someone talks about dating, they talk about it from, like, that Twitter-ass perspective of Dog. who pays and is $50 enough for a date and, like, like stupid shit when it's, like... There's real, like, conversations that I think are to be had. Yeah. And then especially when you start talking about the difference between, like, heterosexual relationships and, like, all these other different things. So, like, I, I really do wonder, yeah. especially when you talk about, and, I, and you know this because I've said this to you a million times. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but so many of my closest friends are gay women. Yeah. Gay, black. And the reason it came up with me and you is because I was talking about how in so many instances I had thought about... um like, I was just over here making sure that that ad wasn't actually playing over <laughs> us this whole time. There, <laughs> like, there were times where I had thought about like, like we were talking about Dave Chappelle's what we were talking about, right. and I was saying there was mm-hmm. such a long time where when I thought about the gay community, I thought about gay white men, like right. as though that's the gay community and as in a reality, whole. Everyone close to you is like black dykes. Every single one. <laughs> Every, like, when I think about the gay people who I have real relationships with, like, I know who they are, they know me, like, they would call me on a bad right. day, I could call right. them on a bad day, all gay black women. 
Exactly. Every single one. So it's like wild that I would think whatever, but it's a, it's a like it's a knee jerk response. Like, and Dave Chappelle is so good at what he. God damn it, he keeps coming up. But hey, yeah. it's fucking relevant. So like, it's such a knee jerk response, and and Dave is so good at what he does. He sets it up like that. He sets he it up. For you to, when you close your eyes and listen to his special, you think about a white gay man who is straight passing in corporate America, who swears that he has the same oppression as you, Yeah. it's like, yo, close the laptop, close the special, go out, touch grass, as we like to say, and really think about your real life experiences with that, and it's like, I don't even know if like, you know, full disclosure, like, we we worked together at some point, yeah. but like, I don't even know if I like had disclosed that I was gay because like, that's not how that shit works. Nah. And it's like, I can like, I, I don't know. I think that I present differently to different people. Some people like pick it up right away. Some people are extremely shocked. You know, it's not like I'm walking around like Debrat. like it was for me. Not it, shocking. It, not shocking. Yeah. It made sense. Like, it was yeah. like, oh, okay. It was like, honestly, because of what I was, like, because of the point I was really making, yeah. I was like, that's probably why we get along so well. <laughs> because I don't know what it is, like, but I, I the reason why I had brought that up to say yeah, is the yeah. reason why I said we need to talk about dating, because I have often thought about yeah. the dynamic between straight women and gay women. It was a it was a conversation and I and we really will save this for another another episode, but it was a conversation I was having with a girl I used to work with. And she was like, Awesome, I'm tired of these niggas, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just gonna get me a girlfriend. And I was like, <laughs> But listen, what I said to her was I was like, That's not kinda fucked up to you. And she's right. like, What do you mean? And I was like, You're not gay. Right. And she's like, I don't, she was like, I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm like, well, you're not really thinking about it like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, but like all the shit that you say niggas do. Like, that's basically what you want to do. Like, like you want to go take a worse. woman who's actually, like, <laughs> romantically attracted to women. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, get into a romantic relationship with her, even though you are not romantically attracted to women. So she has no shot. No matter how well she does you, how good she treats you, what really goes on, all the energy she invests in you. Right. Like, you're just wasting her fucking time because right. you're going through something right now. Like, right. that's kind of fucked up. I think, like, the more, like, that I've just gone through life, and it's, like, when I was younger, I think I would kind of, like, be, like, oh, but I'm different, right? Like, but now I'm, like, no. Like, if you don't know who the fuck you are at this point, like, we're not in high school. We're not, like, pretending that we're best friends. Like, we're not doing that anymore. And, yeah, we will save this for another episode, but, like... I think at this point in my life, and there are, like, other, like, gay women that I know that still, like, chase straight women, but, like, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, you're good on that. I'm I'm super good on that, because it's, like, I've been through, like, hell and high water, like, being able to be very, like, confident and be, like, no, like, fuck you, this is who I am, that it's, like, I don't have time to just, like, do this. And part of it still gotta be, like, I look at it, like... <laughs> Black men and white women. Literally. <laughs> literally. I knew yes, you were say Because there was a point in time yeah. where, like, especially where I'm from, like, I've had literal girlfriends who were like, my parents can't know about you. Yeah. I'm and it's like, if my parents, if your parents can't know about you, that means you're not really my girlfriend. Like, yeah. we can never really 
make it to a serious level. But like, it yeah. was a point in time where I didn't care because I was like, I mean, I'm gonna still get a smash though. Yeah. Like, like that's also, I know I, it's got to be a part of where it's like whatever like it, it like could be a, was hopeful it, in situations yeah because yeah, like you yeah. spending the time with a motherfucker and it's like, like well eventually and then that eventually like they just be like nah like could you imagine like Thanksgiving like you in the car like she bringing your plate drive me off down the street I don't Bro. want that plate with the they probably put raisins in the fucking turkey nigga yeah. like. <laughs> nah, nah, like, and like, I am biracial, you know what I mean? Like, my dad wasn't playing any of that. Like, he went no contact with his family. He was like, this is my wife. Okay, bye. And and they had an issue with it, and then they lived happily fucking ever after, nigga. Like, straight up. The fuck? It, it was none of that, like okay, well, you know, we got to act this way around my family and shit. Like, I didn't see them. Like, no, if we had to act that way around, then we won't fuck with them. Literally, like, he meant that though. shit. He was like, if you got a problem with this shit, like, okay. But, yeah, man, like, I, it's it does translate. Um, you know, obviously, like, there's a lot more, especially, like, where we're from. I, I just think, like, there are a lot of parallels, but as like a member like of the black community and the LGBTQ community, I will say like there is a lot more documented history of like one one not turning out so well than the other. Or well known history and I think I think that that kind of gets lost in translation. I, like that could be a whole episode yeah, in itself. I think the thing about it is is that it's frustrating as a black person to have like your sexuality equated to your race because it's like whether or not it's right or not you do not have to tell people your sexuality like they can't right. see it from across the room they can't right. be like i don't like gays and you one of them right. you know what i'm saying even like most as, of the time most of the time right. you know what i'm saying like yeah so it's kind of like goes without saying but yeah it's, it's like it's, it's hard to one. it's hard to equate it Right. Directly, but this is and, and and we can we can pretty much end it on this. And this is something I've always said is that when someone's having a bad day, they're not thinking about all the other bad days going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like you could be a millionaire and like you could be a billionaire, and for whatever reason, the shit in your life today is the worst day of your life. And mm-hmm. sure, you still got that billion dollars, but for you, this is still the worst day of your life. Right. Like, and that's how I have to try and look at it when it comes to like people who have different levels of privilege or when you try and compare the level of oppression, which is a trash game to play to begin with. Right. Like, it doesn't even fucking matter. It doesn't matter if being black is harder than being gay because if you're not gay and black, you will never be able to experience both. So your worst day is still your worst day. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not you saying that like someone else's bad day doesn't exist. It's just you living your reality. But like, careful with that and here's where i'm gonna pose you no i'm cool because like this is our space right Mm -hmm. but like if you were to take exactly what you said put it on a fucking teleprompter and like put it in front of a white woman and she made that same argument i think that it is different you know what I'm saying? And here's where it's relevant. If she was to acknowledge her privilege in the statement, I don't necessarily okay. feel okay. like it would be. I'm with like you. If I'm she with was you. To, yeah, like if she was you. to be able yeah. to say that, like, I'm talking about people who are less privileged than me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It, it would sound bad because it would sound like her bemoaning about her bad day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but that's, that that's not my intention. That is so, like, 
pivotal. And it that's is. sometimes where white women be missing the mark. They leave that fucking part out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like we talked about last week, like, man, it's like they sometimes hate a blanket is statement, but like we, sometimes we, it, it's, right, it's something you go through. You have to, <laughs> I, I try, I, <laughs> I give myself the asterisks in this podcast all the time. Right, but like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Cause like, I don't need anybody coming to me. So like sometimes like. Like I said, we said it last week, like, sometimes they fucking, they're, like, down for the cause, they're like, we're with you, we understand, we're here to support you, and then as soon as shit does not go their way, they pick their ball up and go home. And go home. And go back to privilege, it's like, well, fine, I said I wanted to protest in this way, you niggas don't want to protest in this way, so guess what? I'm not helping you niggas. Or whenever their feelings get hurt, because that's the oh. thing when you operating from a perspective from when you operating from privilege, you cannot get mad when you get called on it, even if it may not apply in this moment. You kind of got to eat it sometimes. Right. There's times where I can say something and it will come off a way like perfect example, right? You were talking about the the reason why the Boondocks gets to live is because it has redeeming characters, right? I feel I like so. I am both Riley and Huey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like those people, all of them are both me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the other day, I'm at work, and this is before I even transferred locations. Um, so I'm at the place I used to work, not with you, but the other one way before then. Yeah. And I worked with this dude, Charles. Charles gated a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and they put me like in a section that was trash or whatever and I was just like this shit is fucking gay like they put me in this you know what I'm saying like they put me in this fucking gay ass section like whatever whatever and Charles is standing by me he's like do you mean that the section is happy <laughs> like and I was like hey talk your shit Charles yeah but look but mean? look but look though I didn't I didn't I didn't you know what I meant right. I looked at Charles and I was like you right yeah. And that's all I could say. Like, I was like, you're right, bro. And he was like, because I mean, I was like, Charles, I said you're right. Like, I already know. Yeah. Like, I know. I know. I had a slip up. I had a slip up. You're right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say, I look, I say I fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's not fucking with y'all. <laughs> I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. my bad. Like, that's the same, white woman thing. You got to be able to, even if you didn't. And in that moment, for me, I'm like, it's a piece of me that wants to be like, you know me well enough to not say shit to me about that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know me well enough to let that live because it didn't even make you feel a way. But <laughs> I'm never going to actually argue that out. You got it. You got it. Yeah. I mean, it's no, it's no, this isn't the place for that. I can feel that way how I want to. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, I'm like, not going to, I'm not going to, like, have some grandstanding to fight for something that I know is wrong. Yeah, I caught that. You did. I, with the left. With the left. Are you aren't you ambidextrous? I know. I'm just I just got that finesse. You know what I'm saying? So I seem ambidextrous. Y'all got that live and in person, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers <laughs> think I can use my left hand. I'm just that smooth. Oh my god. <laughs> relax. Relax. <laughs> oh. Nah, but like, no, I'm with you. It's like I'm not gonna die on a hill that I know I'm wrong. Like life's short, like the fuck and yeah no I'm with you like I'm not the motherfucker you need to be preaching to but that does kind of make me curious like what um 
What are your thoughts on the Lizzo thing? Which Lizzo thing? The spaz thing. Um. Uh, so for think... anyone listening that does not know, um, Lizzo released a single or no? Yeah, it was a single. It was a song. Yeah. And she like said like I'm a spaz on there somewhere. Yeah. And then it's like a white woman called her out on Twitter. I mean, from honestly, not even America. Um, yeah. And it's like that's I guess. A derogatory term for people who have like, yeah, it something. Is. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what um, it was because it's not MS. MS. Maybe it's whatever it is. It's not here. It's like not an American thing. But they still called her on it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, when you look deeper into it, it's not. That's not Sorry, like. Sorry, no, no, no. I had a lapse in judgment, uh, and I thought you were saying MS was not. Oh no, 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 no. Got you're it. Saying, got it. You're saying the the, the, term the yeah the term spaz being derogatory right. is not an American thing. That is very much so. Uh, Overseas, right. and I mean Lizzo changed the lyric. The lady called her out. She was like, "Fuck it, I'll change it." Right. Um, I and she 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 like dry apologized. Like she was I feel like, like the action. She was like, "My bad, I didn't enough. mean to do that, but yeah. I'll change the words." So I'm like, "Yeah, I don't need to give you this twelve paragraph right. apology for some shit I'm not gonna do no more." Yeah, <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah, literally. Um, right. But what do I think about it? I think it says a lot about her that she changed the words right. because I wouldn't have. Okay. I wouldn't have told her that. I would have. I would have issued a statement that said, um, "Unfortunately, some things don't cross over culturally." I would have never meant to offend anybody, but that's not what yeah. that means here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that to me is not like saying, "Oh well, you know, I say gay to mean this all the time." You know what I'm saying? Like, right. because in everywhere, gay means gay. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, gay means you are attracted to the same sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And when you take that word and try and make it mean other things, and that's whatever. Yeah. Spaz does not mean a derogatory thing in America in any setting. Yeah. So why should she have been held accountable for knowing about that? I kind of applaud. And that's the That's thing. why I say I give her points for doing it anyway. Like, you you a better Trey, person than me. She's selling out arenas across the world. Because like they want to consume... American culture. Correct, correct. But do you not think maybe if this was like Adele, right? Uh-huh. Selling out, got residency in Vegas, all across America. If, let's say, it was like something like culturally appropriate where she's from in England. Let's say coon don't mean what it mean here. Correct. We'll use coon. But like, in America, you know, she's she is what she is. Like, I think her making an adjustment is totally appropriate. I, I do because it's it's bigger than but it's that's not just even like, a small like it's it's it. I know, I, I know because I, it's yeah. so like a lesser known like it's 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 not even like. And this is all there's new. no way so she right could response? have known that. There's literally no way she could have known right. that. Like, if Adele says coon in a song, it's like, bro, like, you really didn't know that coon meant coon? Like, you right. ain't know what coon meant? Right. I, I feel like I think there were the people right there I were do. people in the UK who were like, oh, damn, Spaz does mean that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you could make the same argument with the coon scenario. I don't think you could if 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 someone who was from America a, said coon okay. and then tried to tell me I didn't know that coon meant that I would I would I'm gonna tell you last week a server a white gay man 
Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, who is like very down for the cause. He's young. And he he is. has a lot of emotion. He he he's not the best about like sometimes channeling it. it you can just tell that oppression is very new to him. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, do I think he's an ally? Yes. Absolutely. Does he always have the right words? You were on vacation garbage? when I started there. Yeah. He was the first person who I latched on to. Like, yeah. he was the first person who was like, who Good I dude. was like, I can talk to him in the room full of all these white folks. Like, I know that he's white too, but like. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah. He's fucking trying. He's trying. For the first time in all my life, I heard a white person refer to a black person as a coon. <laughs> who was, was it that again? person? No, who was it again? Saucy Santana. <laughs> he came into we we you know we're in the back we're, we're getting ready for the shift and it's me and two other black women and he always talks to us you know because we're usually abreast on the same fucking topics and yeah. shit and he goes. Oh my God! Did you see Saucy Santana in reference to like the Blue Ivy tweets resurfacing uh-huh. and shit? And he goes, "He's such a coon." <laughs> I dropped <laughs> my plate on the table from like at least a foot above it. My jaw hit the fucking ground. The other girl that was like. We all, when I say shock, like, it could have been a, like, pan over from, like, the office. Like, how they catch it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Um, I, li- I was, for the first time in a long time, I was completely speechless. I've never heard a white person say coon towards a black person. Basically, he was corrected. Very quickly. And to which he apologized very quickly. And it just became one of those things of, like, these these this younger generation like they're watching us. but but they're here's the attention. thing though here's the thing yeah he knew what it meant he just didn't realize he couldn't say it right and that's, that's and that's why and that's still an where i stay show. and that's why i still stay with the spaz thing like right because even like there are certain things that i don't say on the podcast no more like i don't say at all no more you know what i'm saying like and that's growth that's it's, what the fuck it's about like it's been within recent words that I started referring to the F slur as that. I would Joe Rogan the fuck out of that thing. Like, I wouldn't call you one and I wouldn't say that to nobody, but like, if it came up in a story or like whatever, whatever, like, oh, that letting that motherfucker fly. I'm proud of you. And it's just like, at some point I'm like, it's not, I'll be honest with you, the point that I came to about it was, was it's not worth it for me to offend somebody for no reason. Like, right. I don't need to say this so much that, like, I'm cool with, like, offending the offhand it's people. It's not who, a hill going to die on. Yeah. It's, and it's, like, because I really do fuck with, I don't want to say it, like, I don't consider myself, this is going to sound weird until I explain it, I don't consider myself, like, an outright ally for the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, spend my life advocating for those issues. Right. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of the people in my life are from that community, and I give a fuck about those people, and I understand the humanity of anyone, regardless right. of what community they belong to. So, and like, think, that's the way that I approach the world as a whole. So, if you right. tell me, if you use this word, you're going to offend everybody in this community, or even some of them offhand, 
And if they don't know you personally, then like they gonna feel like you know what I'm right. saying, like well, whatever. Whatever. It's like it ain't worth you, it. I am gonna stop you because I do think that that is where things get lost in translation of what an ally actually is. Okay. And I think that you are being like a little. I think that like the the new age activism does people does have people a little bit like intimidated to say that they're an ally or an advocate for a certain group of people. Yeah. And it's like I don't need you to come to pride with me. I don't need you to like knock a police officer's head over with a glass bottle and in and scream like this is for Marsha P. Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking need you to do that. Like what I do need is like you to treat me the same as everyone else, vote in a way, vote in a way that aligns with the values of you being an ally. And I'm us. I'm I'm there all day. I, exactly. And I said also, that about something else. I was like Oh, it was about homeless people. I was like, I don't give homeless people money. Somebody was like, it was like, I was like, I don't give homeless people money. They were like, well, I was like, hell no, I'm broke, nigga. Like, it ain't like no personal thing. I was like, but if you want me to advocate for policies that will make it easier for homeless people, I'm with that shit. That is, you yes, know what I'm saying? Like exactly. all day long, like I don't let people, like I would never like, like let somebody need... talk about a homeless person like they less exactly. than or like nothing like that. I'm just not gonna give you no money. Yeah, and that, like, that was <laughs> gonna be the third part. Is like. When you and people that are presenting like you and that are like, you know, other hetero men or hetero women, like, you don't allow, like, them to, like, talk that shit in your presence because they know that, one, you're an ally. Like, I don't need the rainbow decal on your car, dog. Like, I don't. I don't. So you telling me I'm in. You telling me I I get, I I can put ally on my Facebook. I can put it in my Twitter bio. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we may need to renew in 45 days, but, <laughs> and it will come with a fee, cash app, and Venmo is accepted. But, but I'm just saying, like, I, I do think that a lot of, like, very well-meaning people, like, fucking discredit themselves. Because, and, and it's like, you That's know, fair. I, it's like, it's just, it's not one of those things, like, what real allyship looks like. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I have, I have those people who claim to be an ally, but then, the voting, it, it it it's not giving. It's not giving. Yeah. Now, while yeah. we're on the subject, it's not giving. Either you don't vote, which is just as fucking harmful, but also like if you don't vote, I don't give a fuck about you ranting on Twitter. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. If y'all Second, thought if y'all thought this was gonna be a break for me telling y'all to vote, it's not. Nah, not at all. It's <laughs> not. Me and niggas next. I ain't forget about 2016. I ain't forget. Burning your bust. Fuck y'all. Suck a dick. But, <laughs> oh, both parties are corrupt. Suck a dick, dog. Oh, Anyways. But it's like, that's what real, real allyship is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, I think it was just at Pride. You know what I'm saying? Was I expecting my people, like, my friends to show up with me for solidarity? Like, no, it was 130 degrees out. It was a <laughs> bunch of gay niggas sweating downtown Houston. That's what it was. <laughs> like, I bet. I bet. Right. Just make my, sure you vote this November. But so that's crazy though, too, because that's allyship. I've never been invited to go to Pride, but I would go. A blast. I would go, but like a only, blast. but like that. So that's the thing, though. But like, it's like it's like the cookout. Invite. I'm like, I wouldn't just show up to Pride. Like, I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't hear. Like, and it's funny. 
No, this is Both it's not of, your thing. Y'all listen, when I say that the majority of my close friends are gay black women, my <laughs> two best friends in Houston are gay. Like you and Lacey <laughs> are probably like the closest two people who I'm to in, in Houston. Gay as fuck. Um, Lacey was at Pride too, and I was like, man, like if one of y'all would invite me to go with you, I would have went. But no, not you waiting in the wings for an invite, bro. <laughs> bro, I only went to a gay bar one time. It was cool though. They could tell yeah. I wasn't gay from a distance. They was like, you not gay. <laughs> like they knew I wasn't there for the dick, so like I was good with it. Like I was it's like, this like, is. It's like sending a drink to a pretty girl that you know that you're never gonna fucking interact with again. It, you gonna do it. Every blue moon, you know what I mean? You might have some extra coins. But, like, you know, it, it's kind of the same things. Like, enjoy the free drinks. Enjoy the Miller Lite. I think the reason why... <laughs> and this is crazy, too, because I didn't grow up somewhere. Like, I grew up in white church, like, in a super, like... The church yeah. I grew up in, they definitely all voted for Trump. Like, they definitely think the election was stolen. How did you land in a white church? I'm from Oklahoma. It's black churches where I'm from, but, like, it's a lot of white churches. My okay. grandparents weren't from the city that we was in. They okay. ended up going to that church, and then I ended up going, too. Okay, fair enough. I kind of I spent time half and half. Yeah, so, like, I'm going to white church and shit like that. Like, I grew up, like, you know, I grew up saying, I, I say this shit to people all the time. Like, when abortion was first brought to my mind, mm-hmm. it was in church. And, like, the mentality that was bestowed upon me was, like, of course it doesn't make sense to kill a baby. Like, right. Duh, you right, wouldn't right. kill, like, why, why would you kill a baby? And I got that's grown, and I was, like, yeah, yeah. And I got grown, I'm, like, it's not really like that or whatever. But, like, that's kind of, like, my same way that I grew up with all of that shit or whatever. But, like, it just never, not, all of that mm-hmm. stuff always sounded weird to me. It always hit different to me. I was, yeah. like, why do you even give a fuck? I think it is different. And it, I yeah. think it's, I think that it's almost... I don't like to lean real hard into the like I don't care who you have sex with da, 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 because I almost feel like it's almost like saying like I don't see color you know what I'm saying like word, like, you word, know what I'm, saying? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to erase that part of you to make you acceptable you know what I'm saying right, like right, right. what I like to say is that like someone's sexuality is probably the least interesting thing about them though agreed like agreed. who you like to have sex with if that's the most interesting thing about you you're not interesting yeah you know what I'm saying exactly. <laughs> and I, I do think that's like why we hit it off really really well because it's like and just like anyone that I'm friends with that is like LGBTQ plus whatever like if that is the main part of your personality like I'm really not down for that but I in I'm gonna contradict myself I am I have some very close friends who just they are queens and but it's never a point of like it's just who they are. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You can tell with anything. It's like, yeah. it's like when you, so if you liken it to this, right? Yeah. You can tell the niggas who grew up in the streets and the niggas who want to be street niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to be like that. Like, yeah. oh, I want to be like this or whatever. Like, so you can tell, I'm sure, like, I can't tell because, like, I'm not in that community enough. But I'm sure you can tell the motherfuckers who, like, they really are. And, and I know that it's like this because, and I say this to, to my friends all the time. Right. We had kids when we was in elementary school, we knew they was gay. Oh, yeah. First grade, second grade, third grade, we already knew they was gay. Right. Back then. Because that's just, like, they was gay. Like, they, What's we might country, not have known. What's that country shit they be saying? Like, a little sugar in the tank. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we might. <laughs> Like, we might not have known what it was to call it, but it was like, we already kind of yeah, peed. Like, like, they're a little 
was different. Or even the same, like, on the um, show that you had the other day, he referenced it several times. Like, he knew he was different. He knew he was into nerd shit. Like, he knew. Like, he was doing street shit, but he knew that he also had this other part of his personality. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. No, we talking you. about Jaleel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jaleel. Yeah, like, he, like, doing all these things, but, like, that's not... listened. Scroll back. Definitely. Listen. That is the best really interview good. that we've done so far, or I've done so far, I feel like. Well, second was, to this. This is an interview. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is an interview. You are you are a recurring guest. Yes. Yeah. You know no, for sure. You got a different, you on a different level. Even though you don't live in the Houston part of Houston. Nah. Look, <laughs> and you was trying to get me to come back out there, and I'm like, bro, like, it's really far from my house. It is. Can it you is. imagine being at work all day and then having to make that drive? Right. Every, but at least gas where I'm at is four oh eight a gallon. It's cheaper out here. It's it's a three sixty five out here. Fuck. Yeah, because we don't really? live in Houston. You should get gas before you go home if you didn't already. Dog. No, I, I didn't. Cause yeah, we got the cheap know, gas out here. Black. Because we because they know we live in the fucking middle of nowhere. I'm not even gonna lie. So like my commute to work is about a, less than half a mile. I was about to say, tell them how long it takes in time. That way, that way I can be like on foot. Dog, I and I do walk a lot to 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 my job. But when I tell you, it's like I'm paying a premium for rent, but a full tank will legit last me two miles. I believe it. What you pay? I pay two thousand for this house. I'm right under seventeen. That's not that bad. But like, okay, one bedroom or two. One bedroom, and let me okay, let me defend yeah. where my we stance. at though. No, I know where we at. So right. So I used to rent houses when I lived in New Orleans. Like of I course. would rent a whole house, but dog off days, cleaning a whole ass house versus like a nine hundred square foot apartment. Spent my whole day cleaning this house because you was coming. Dog, you did not have to do that. But um, I I'm it. black. The fuck. <laughs> 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 I just started stomping around the house yelling at imaginary kids. Yeah, bro, what are you talking about? She said you didn't have to do this. If you, <laughs> what color person you don't know that they got company coming ahead but of time? I feel like that you didn't have to do this is also like a part of the Facts. ritual. Facts. <laughs> you didn't have to do this, but if I had to go pee in your bathroom and the water wasn't blue, I'd have judged like, you a little you bit. Think, if you didn't think I was about to like hang out the door halfway when I left, Still keep talking, one leg in the fucking door, roll the window down, put my seatbelt on, still talking, put my foot on the brake. Like, you crazy. That's literally what we're doing right now. We were supposed (laughs) to be done three topics ago. Like, all that. I'm going to go through all the steps, okay? We got to pass on the recipes. We We got to pass on Because we lose the recipes. We losing recipes. So what's crazy about that? And I swear, I don't. I'm not saying anything after this because if not, then this shit will never end. <laughs> True. My baby mama is younger than me. She's twenty. She's five years younger than me. She's like twenty six, about to be twenty seven or something like that, right? Oh, I did not know that. And it explains a lot, right? Um, yes, it does. Not gonna lie. So. <laughs> 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 so. Uh, her family does Thanksgiving or whatever, and her auntie makes this dressing that when I tell you. Is it like the wet kind, the semi-wet kind, or the dry kind? Semi-wet. That's my shit. Right in the okay. middle. Yeah. And she puts, she puts, uh, she puts sausage, and she puts, she puts boiled eggs in the dressing. 
I had never had nobody do that. I ain't even kind of losing me. I know. I know. I had never had nobody do that. And I know y'all thinking, what the fuck? When I tell y'all, for, you can't even Fire. really taste them. Because when you think about boiled eggs, they don't have a heavy taste. No, and there's so much sage and free. I don't know why she decided it to do it. It sounds like some poor shit. Maybe. Like, you know, the stretch. Maybe. The but shit. it worked out. Like the milk and the egg. Because I never, I mean, I was 25, 26 before I ever had it. And it was so good. And when I, she told I, me, she I, was like, Aunt Deb not making the dressing this year. I was like, why? <laughs> so listen. Nerve. So I'm like, one of y'all need to learn how to make it. Her and her sister, like, no, nah, fuck that, basically. Like, we not doing that. Okay. We losing recipes. <laughs> Legit. So, listen, listen. You know who knows how to make her auntie's dressing now. Oh, yeah. And we not, and listen, let me tell you what's even crazier. And I'm dropping the mic on this. Since me and her not together no more, when her auntie died, her family ain't got no more dressing, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Not a fucking, oh. <laughs> that was like, that laugh was legit the fucking Rick James stomp on your couch. Literally. <laughs> like, for the culture. For the fucking culture. Right. Y'all look, so we're going to do this at least twice a month. Is that what we're saying? At least. At least. We're going to do this at least twice a month. You know what I'm saying? We'll be back. Yes. O'Neal will absolutely be back. I had fun. I know you had fun. Oh, for sure. I know these motherfuckers have fun. You know what I'm saying? If they listening at this point, it's been two hours. You know what I'm saying? If you listen two hours in, you had some fun. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> do all the shit you know you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? If you're not liking the shit or whatever, if you haven't left the reviews or whatever, do all of the whatevers and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then, fuck with us next week. You know what I'm saying? Or fuck with me next week or whatever. And the YouTube and all of that. Five-star review. All that. If you don't leave a five-star review, then you don't even fuck with me. Right. I mean, it's free. It's really free. Right. But these niggas be leaving reviews. I ain't doing no cap. They <laughs> All right, y'all. Appreciate you for tuning in. We out. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billions. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you're not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and bill